Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. The former US President Donald Trump, his election interference case, it's going to be streamed live on US television for the public when he's due to start trial in March of next year. And like the broadcasting of Trump's court proceedings, it'll give you, me, because I know I'll certainly be tuned to every moment of it and the millions of others, unprecedented access to what is going to be one of the most high profile trials in American history. It'll be unbelievable. But have trials now just become public entertainment? Emer's with us on the line. Emer, do you think so? I do, actually. I have to say, I really do think so. I mean, it's, there's always been, as long as there's been some sort of media, whether it be newspapers down, you have social media and internet and all, everything that you can get your hands on, I think the public interest in trials have grown, especially celebrity trials. Like, just look at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation mm-hmm. one. I mean, there was... There was even where I worked, there was people in every office like talking about it. It became just every day, what what came out now? So I do think, like especially since the from the seventies onwards, when they started televising the court cases, that's when they just grew exponentially. Now we don't obviously have that here in Ireland, but there's still the same appetite for it. I mean, whether it's people reading about them online, I know myself, tuning into every podcast going. Like mm-hmm. we still we want so much more than just the news reports? Oh, for sure. Like, people want to be able to take them apart, put in their own, you know, ideas and spins on it. Like, especially, like, with the birth of social media. And, like, there was the case in the 90s with the Menendez brothers. Um, TikTok, apparently during lockdown, there was this big whole thing where people were stating that they should get a new child. That may, you know, they were all putting in their own ideas and they were trying to get a petition put forward to get another trial because they thought they were, they had taken the trial apart like decades later and wanted to get a retrial. So that's just some of the things as to how now, like this, there's people all around the world and just their interest in trials now and how it can influence the trials themselves. Gina London um, is communications expert, but Gina, do you think they're like, look, aside from the appetite for the Trump case in America, is it just pure entertainment? Well, no, of course it's not just pure entertainment. I mean, I'm a former member of the Radio Television Digital News Association, RTNDA, which is the largest professional organization in the U.S. dedicated to uh, digital journalism. And it will be the organization that if, in fact, these 19 trials, let's not forget it's Trump plus 18 other defendants in this sprawling case in George's Fulton County, if it actually does go that these cases are tried in the court in Georgia, then RTNDA will be the one that is coordinating the, the pool for all the news organizations because Georgia allows only four cameras in the courtroom, so that wouldn't be every news outlet allowed. They'd have to be coordinated. But it's history. It's, as you mentioned at the, at the top of this, it's the first time something like this is happening to a former president at this level. It is worldwide interest in this. I mean, gosh, we were talking about has it gotten more interesting with cameras and and social media, as your previous speaker was saying. But let's think about the public execution of Marie Antoinette. There has always been an interest in high-profile, influential government authorities being brought to task. And you're going to be able to watch Donald Trump not at a rally 
if this happens. And don't forget, he is trying to move. We expect he'll be, his team will be move, trying to move his case to federal court where cameras are not allowed in the U.S. But if it does happen, we'll be looking at him not at a rally, but in a more humbling situation as a defendant with a with a jury, with a justice, with a judge sitting there. It's going to be absolutely riveting, not just from an entertainment standpoint. And yes, there will be water cooler chat. And yes, it will be like mm. Amber and John. People will be talking about all the little nuances. But it will be profound in many ways to watch this unfold like no one has ever seen before. Well, my only ever memory or my first memory, I, I think, really of ever hearing about or seeing or certainly it been on in the background of the house at home when I was a child. Um, I don't really remember watching it, but the, the O.J. Simpson trial sure. is, is the you know, is really my first ever introduction to seeing um, a trial play out on television and watching it in the same way as I would Judge Judy. Right. Well, exactly. Why do we think we have Judge Judy and all the different kinds of live or, or the court cases that have become that have become commercial television things. It's because we are interested in how that theater, in many ways, goes. How is the is it that Gina though, or is it the element? Is it the element of you know? It's it's a celebrity, effectively. We're talking about like. Well, you're look. It's it's you're going to be watching a high profile case more than you are somebody getting going to court if there's a camera in it for a traffic violation that you've never heard of. Obviously, there's a higher profile awareness of this person. We're probably going to be watching, for example, Donald Trump more than we're going to be watching Kenneth Chesbrough, who was a former attorney of Trump, whose trial in Fulton County has already been agreed to for next month on October 23rd. He's not as well known, so we're not going to have as many people tune in. The news organization will be reporting about it, but there won't be a global audience like there will be if Donald Trump actually is sitting before cameras in a courtroom and we're able to listen and watch his every move. Sam is on the line as well, Gina. Sam, do you think it's more entertainment now rather than actually looking at, you know, the the legal proceedings and the seriousness of it all? the legal proceedings and I think anybody who um, you know the, the law comes into play in so many movies and things these days you know you've got John Grisham's books and things like that and just, just the, the, I suppose the theatre of the courtroom is fascinating to watch um, as well as seeing how these people perform on the stand so I think it's a dual thing um, I'm a crime writer obviously so I'm just a naturally incredibly nosy person and I love to see how people react under pressure and I think that's going to be very interesting particularly in this instance to see exactly how Trump behaves when he's when he's cornered by you know um, a, a clever barrister so uh, yeah it's going to be absolutely fascinating do you will you watch it yourself you will oh as much be as glued I can to it. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely I'll be, definitely I might not be glued to it but I'll be, definitely be catching bits it's just it is history in the making um, as Gina said there and um, I come from a history background too so this is something I think we all need to see it's, and I think it's because it's such a high profile crime as well it's not just that it's Trump and just that it's you know big court but it's just such um, I suppose OJ. It's a very high profile crime. Um, like Gina said, it's not a traffic offence isn't nearly as interesting. Um, and I think that holds us too. It's it's the sort of uh, yeah, just the, the awe of it all. Mm. I, not just in the US but like I know quite recently with the Agatha Christie trial in the UK like I mean it, that sort of became a form of public entertainment. Absolutely. Well I mean and that was that was just, that was huge. I think it was the ins and the outs of, of uh, you know the way that was played out, and the lies that were told, and the bits of misinformation, and that 
that became fascinating because you're always interested in human nature and how people react in particular situations. Um, and I think that's we're going to see a lot of that in the Trump case in the same way that we did in the OJ case as well. Um, and that's what it is. It's, it's the exposing, the exposure, I suppose, of human nature um, that really is really gripping. I'll buy buying the popcorn to sit down to watch it. It's like the OJ Simpson trial, says this texter. It's more like a TV show, really. 87 This listener says, I think it's disgraceful that the law has been turned into entertainment. It just makes cases of trial by media, which I don't think is healthy, according to this listener. Timmy is on the line. Timmy, do you think it's um, it's healthy to see, well, the old phrase of, you know, justice must be done and must be seen to be done? Well, that's literally what's going to happen in Donald Trump's case. Yes, that's right. I agree with you. It has to be seen to be done. I think, actually, that it will be very good. It's very good that it's happening and we have a great interest. People have a great interest in... Um, court cases like Judge Judy now and it's usually very simple stuff but um, I think um, he could do very well out of it Trump could do very well because up to now all we hear is uh, maybe a journalist or a newspaper version of the, of the case but it will be out there for everybody else to see and make their judgment on it as well as the jury I think he'll come out well out of it because um, people will see how it's going and there's nothing hidden and he's fearless like you know he's not afraid of anybody, now, I think I think it's going to be a pretty tough case for him. You know, play up but to the he, cameras he, a little bit. He, sorry, play up to the cameras a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah, he knows how to do it. I mean, he he's in uh, the entertainment business all his life. He's in the media business. See, if you look at old videos, there going back twenty, thirty years. One of the questions Trump was always asked: Would you think you run from America? Well, running for president of America uh, of the U.S. and he um, he said, no, 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 I'm too busy. You know, this sort of thing. People always often looked at as a great success. Now, the people that are, were in power, they don't want it. They never forgive him for beating Hillary, and uh, they're just not going to accept it. Nice. And it is a witch hunt. Now, I shouldn't be straying onto that now, but I think I think he should be given the opportunity, and he's there, yeah. okay. and we can all see it and make a decision on it. And... Um, in general, anyway, people are curious. I mean, yeah. most people love court cases, you know. Yeah, well, that's because, it. Well, sure, everyone wants yeah. to read in the, the local newspapers, even when I used to, you know, do you'd cover the local courts, and sure, everyone would be absolutely, they'd be packed. People would be dying to know what's going on in the local news in their area. This texture says, I think it's dangerous. It's a dangerous thing televising court cases, not in this case, but in others. It makes a celebrity out of criminals. Is that a fair point, Gina? You know, I was thinking as the previous speaker was, was talking about the theatrics of it and about how you'd be watching and how he's an entertainer, entertainer. And then when you were also talking about how it makes celebrities out of criminals, well, the answer is yes, for example. You had, probably hadn't heard of the Menendez brothers that, that, that were convicted for killing their parents back in years and years ago. But then yet now you have heard them. We can make references to them. Mm. And they w- wouldn't have had been so much if they had not been elevated through the cameras. And yet, here's the thing that I also was thinking about when the reference of O.J. You were ma- O.J. Simpson you were making, and the judge in that case, Lance Ito, there's a temptation to start to play to that camera. And this is what I think is also something that we have to think about from what would be normal mechanisms of a courtroom proceeding without a camera. The more that it starts to get heightened and become this big, big event, which, of course, this will be if it does, in fact, stay in Georgia and stay where cameras are allowed, then there is potentially, like you saw, a lot of theatrics really coming from 
Amber Heard's attorneys and Johnny Depp's attorneys, and maybe even a little bit on the that judge herself during that particular camera televised uh, proceeding. So if you think about the Fulton County judge, Scott McAfee, who's assigned to this case, will he be able to keep the theatrics at a minimum? Will be a, he be able to withstand that temptation to become his own celebrity? Mm. Will he be able to run a tight ship so that there will be transparency, which is what cameras are about, and yet we'll also be able to be decorum, which is what the proceeding and the trial should yeah. also be about. Well, I, I look, think that I, would be very interesting. I know we don't have the same here in Ireland and there's no suggestion of bringing anything like this in. But I mean, to a certain extent over the years, when you look at the coverage around um, the Graham Dwyer trial, even what became known as the Mr. Moonlight case, um, Jerry Hutch recently as well, and the number of podcasts, you know, that were even made in the aftermath of those and the daily coverage. I suppose it shows you the demand that there is now from the public um, to hear justice, to see, you know, to see the court proceedings, to follow what's going on, not to put them in the same category. But I mean, look at the P- the PAC committee recently and Ryan Tuberty. I'm not putting them in the same category as Donald Trump. But I mean, look at the interest. There was never as many people tuned into the Oireachtas television as there was to watch the Public Accounts Committee for that. Power and human behavior and how that's worked has always been interested for people. I think people want to see how did someone get to where they are and what happened behind the curtains? What happened on that phone call with Brad Raffensperger? We've heard the the recordings. Now we're going to actually get to hear Donald Trump if we get to make his defense around it, make his, his team's defense around it. Hear Fonnie Willis, the prosecutor in this case, make her her points. It's going to be something that people are going to be riveted yeah, to. Because absolutely. We don't know, know how we got to where we are. It's fascinating. And, and I know that I will be one of the millions who'll be tuned into it on the daily. This texter, though, says we've become so used to this kind of drama and the coverage around it. It doesn't feel like real life. I think it's a slippery slope, televising trials. Another listener, I can't wait to watch it, Andrea. It's a circus and I'm purely watching it for the entertainment value. This listener, we're obsessed with crime and misery. My wife listens to all those true crime podcasts and documentaries and we all think that we're detectives now. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, it's 106 is the number. Have trials become public entertainment? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.